to the city, to the state, to the nation, to the world. We are taking God's word to every man, woman, boy, and girl. True wisdom's coming at you like you never heard before. Come on and get your blessing. See what God has in store. True wisdom. New Hope Ministry. Thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast from True Wisdom New Hope Ministries with Dr. Apostle James Lorenzo Rutledge. We are taking this word from the city to the state to the nation and to the world. We invite you to come and go with us. New Hope Ministry. I need you just to walk with me for just a few minutes. I came to discuss your assignment. I came to discuss your assignment. Uh, Have mercy. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I came to discuss your assignment. Now. And I want to talk about your assignment. Huh? What in this hour God is calling you to do. So I need you just to trust me. Walk with me. Listen to what I'm saying. Ponder it in your heart. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Ponder it in your heart. Think it over before you answer. Meditate on it before you discuss it. Because I want to talk to you just for a few minutes about your assignment. And I I have to allow you to understand your assignment. And we have to understand why we have been chosen for these assignments. Lord, have mercy. So I want to just read a couple of scriptures and then we're going to discuss your assignment. And why you were sent here. Uh, uh, Your assignment. So I I need, I want to discuss it talking about Jesus first. Is that all right? Uh, So let's go to Matthew 18. Somebody say Jesus first. Uh, I need you to trust me. As we deal with your assignment. Now you have to give me a few minutes because you know I have to build this wall that we must walk on. Huh? We have to build. Come on. Your assignment here. So, Matthew 18 and verse 11 says something peculiar. But I don't want you to respond yet. 
Because who you think it is, it might not be that person. Amen. Come on. Okay. It might not be the person you think it is. Yes, sir. Come on. We'll make sure you get it. It might not be the person you think it is. So I need you to hold tight for just a minute. Huh? Need you to hold tight for a minute. Huh? Just a few minutes. Yeah. Okay? Huh? Now, Matthew 18 and 11. For the Son of Man has come. For the Son of Man has come. To save that which is lost. Come on. How big Come on. If a man have a hundred sheep, uh-huh. and one of them be gone astray, yes. would he not leave the ninety and nine, uh-huh. and go up into the mountain, and seeketh that which is gone astray? Uh-huh. And if so be that he find it, verily I say unto you, he rejoiceth more of that sheep. Oh, uh, so, now, son of man, has come to do what? Save the lost. Huh? Has come to save the lost. I, I'm a, I, you got to wait, wait. See, you don't can't you don't jump to a conclusion. Back it up. Let's go to Ezekiel 37. Huh? Come on. Let's start at one. I, I want to start here. Ezekiel 37 and one. The hand of the Lord was upon me. The hand of the Lord was upon me. And carried me out in the spirit. And carried me out in the spirit of, of the Lord. And sat me down in the midst of the valley of full of dry bones. Bone. See, y'all think that's where I'm at. But let's read 37 and 3. And he said unto me, Son, wait a minute, son of man. Can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord, thou knowest. And he said unto me, Prophesy unto these bones. And say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the words. Of the Lord. But here is something peculiar. He says, Son of Man. See, there's something peculiar about this. He's saying, Son of Man prophesies to these bones. Now, in the book of Matthew, he says, Son of Man has come to save the lost. Wait a minute now. Either God does not have the capability to recognize who his son is, or God now is sending a prophecy. There's only two things it could be. Because he called Ezekiel's son, and he called Jesus' son. Uh oh. And he told both of his sons to what? To go after the what? Lost. So that the lost could be what? Saved. 
We used to sing a song, say, sons of God, what? Uh-uh, that ain't how we sung it. We used to sing a song, say what? No, nah, we didn't never sing it that week. We used to sing a song, say what? Sons of God, uh. Now there's something peculiar here. Now God has his sons. An Old Testament son and a New Testament son with the same assignment. Uh oh. The same identical assignment. Both of these sons have been sent to the laws. And both of these sons have been sent to restore the laws. Both of these sons have been sent to speak into the lives of the laws so they might be saved. So there's an issue here. So the issue I must address is did God stop at two children? I must address the issue did God stop at two sons? I must address the issue that God only have two sons that he wanted to use. Huh? Now I go over there to Acts. It says in the last days. Your sons and your shall what? Prophesy. See, there's something peculiar in the applying of the text of the scripture because now I must realize that the commandment that was given was given to more than one son. The issue to save souls was handed to more than one son. Ah, see, now y'all don't want to talk to me. Because, see, now we got to deal with your purpose and your destiny. So I need to ask a question that we have said <coughs> time and time again. I need to ask, are you his son? I need to ask, are you a son of God? I didn't get no response. I'm going to ask you again. Are you a son of? Okay, then if you're a son of God, what's your assignment? To save the lost at what? So if you're a son, what's your assignment? If you have been called into sonship, what's your assignment? If God has ordained you in this hour, what's your assignment? So if the Bible is correct, when he chose a son, he chose a son for the salvation of lost souls. So if that's what I was chosen for, and that's what he had picked me for, then I must now understand that I just can't be in church. Uh-oh. I just can't sing in the choir and I just can't usher on the usher bowl. My assignment has been for soul. 
So if the sons of God are going to arise, we must be soul winners. Because that's what he called the sons of God to do. So now I found the Old Testament son. Yes, sir. And a New Testament son yes, sir. with the same assignment to speak to the what? Lost that they might be what? Saved. Yes, so then I have to ask you this morning, what is your assignment? That you've been called to the gospel. What is your assignment? What is your purpose being called to the ministry? Why God has picked you for ministerial work? Can I mellow the minute? We get lost in the concept of sin, but we don't get lost in the concept of saving the lost at any. But here's two sons that has been handpicked by their father. Lord have mercy. Wasn't Ezekiel a prophet? And didn't he tell Jeremiah that he chose prophets from their mothers? And he ordained them from their... Wait a minute. So now we have sons being identified. Their destiny and their purpose is being laid out. Why God called them is being laid out. Why God chose them. So I got to talk to you for a few minutes because sometimes we get lost in the shuffle of church and we lose why God saved us and why God called us and why God made us a church. Sometimes we get lost in the shuffle because we're going through identity crisis. And we get lost in the identity crisis. So we're sitting in the church trying to find out what God have called us to do. I came to let you know what you've been called to do. I came to identify who you are, whose you are, and why he called you. See, I came to put an identity on what God, what the enemy is trying to tell you that you're lost. That the enemy trying to tell you that you ain't going to amount to. <coughs> so, can you trust me a minute? Huh? Can you trust me a minute? I don't have, I'm not a psychiatrist. See. But I got the one that made the psychiatrist. I got the right medicine for you. And it's only you need to take it once a day. But I need you to trust in the process of the medicine. Because one thing you cannot no longer do is deny that the medicine works. See, some people, the enemy has allowed them in the process of trying to find out who they are 
to get lost. And so now they're lost in the ways of this world trying to identify who they are. And whom's they are. So now sometimes we're walking lost because we cannot identify. We tried to identify with this group and it did not work. And we tried to identify with this club and it did not work. We tried to identify with this family and it did not work. And because it did not work. Now we say I belongs to nobody. Come on Jesus. Now we say, I ain't good enough for nothing. But I came to let you know. I came to identify you if you let me. See, when you was a baby, you got to understand spiritual parents. You got to walk with me for just, I asked you to not form an opinion just yet. I asked you to walk with me just for a minute. When you was a baby. And see, when you came out of the womb, mama and daddy named you. But see, can I talk to you for a minute? You didn't have the wisdom to realize you could not recognize that name when it was first given to you. Ah, see, y'all don't want to walk with me. You couldn't accept. See, you couldn't respond to that name because you didn't know it was your name. <laughs> so now when I get born again, oh, see, and I become a new creature all over again. Now somebody stands in the parent role. And they prepare a name for me that I have not heard before. They prepare a name for me that I cannot answer to just yet. Because I have not been encouraged to walk yet. I have not been encouraged to talk yet. So now... When I got born again, uh-huh. they gave me a name. When I got born the first time, they gave me a name. And neither name could I recognize at first. Uh-oh, y'all don't, see y'all don't want to talk to me. I could not recognize that name at first. So they said, Mama Little Baby, could you get, Daddy's Little Baby. And as I got older, they start calling me that name. And I started recognizing that name. And I started accepting that that was my name. I started accepting and believing what somebody told me was my name. Because at first... I didn't answer because I wasn't sure that was my name. Ah, y'all don't want to talk to me. I wasn't quite sure of whose I was. See, I didn't get identified till somebody told me you look like your daddy, baby. Or you look like your mom. Then they told some of us we was a combo of both parents. Oh, y'all ain't got 
no praying. But I still don't know my name. Huh? I don't know my name. I'm lost. Because, see, I'm a baby. So I have not learned to respond to my name. And so we spend a lot of time in the world trying to identify, trying to belong because we did not hear our name yet. But I came by, if you trust me, look at somebody and say, trust him. Trust him. No, no, no. Look at somebody and say, trust him. Trust him. I came by. To call your name. I came by to identify your purpose. Now I told you what you were called to do. Now I got to give you your new name. Now. You ready? I knew the name my natural parents gave me. But see, my spiritual parents messed me up because I was not prepared for the name that they were getting ready to call me. So when I got in church and they began to lay out my destiny and my purpose, now they laid out the will of God for my life. They told me what I was called to do. I just told you what you were called to do. But now I've got to introduce you to the name that you have to be called. And if you remember growing up, when they first called you that name, they said, girl, that's your name. Boy, that's your name. But I didn't know it at first. They introduced me to my name because I was in the church, but I had no identity. And see, once God gives you an identity, because now he has he's told me what he called me to do. He said I was a son. He said he called the sons to what? When what? Souls. That's what he said. He said (coughs) that out of my mother's womb, I was pre-what? Ordained. But I yet don't have my name. He has not identified me as his child yet. He done told me. Because see, I need somebody to know I'm his baby. Because that's going to make me comfortable at what he has called me to do. That's going to make me strong enough to do it. Because he done named me. That means I'm special. So, so, so he's he, he has to prepare me before he named me. Now he told me that he called me. Told me that I was his son. 
told me that he called me to save the lost. Told me that he preordained me from my mother's womb. Now he's got to tell me where I fit. Because I'm still not sure of where I fit. I'm still struggling to see where I fit into all these words. So Ephesians 4. So he delivers me from walking by myself now. Oh, I'm no longer alone. Oh, y'all, y'all don't want to talk to me. I'm, I'm no longer by myself. Ephesians 4 says what? Ephesians 4 and 4. There is one body. Freeze, there's one body. So I belongs to this one body. So I'm not an outcast anymore. I'm not, I'm not by myself anymore. I belong to what? This body. I'm a part of this body. So I'm not lonely anymore. I don't feel like I'm by myself no more. Because now he's got me in the right body. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. Okay, that, that, that's fine. Prophet, we, we, okay. I'm in the body. He said, let's, let's recap. He said I'm his son. He said he chose me to win souls. He said he called me from my mother's womb. He says he's put me in this body. And I belongs to this body. I belongs to his body. I'm a part of his family. I don't need to be lonely anymore. I don't need to feel cast out anymore. I don't need to feel bad about myself anymore. I don't need to feel like I'm no good. I don't need to feel like nobody's going to love me. All that's done away with because he has fitted me in this body. I belongs to his body now. Oh, Lord. I'm in the body but he ain't named me yet so I fit wait a minute so I'm not lonely anymore I'm not one to do anybody love me anybody care about me I'm, I, I fit we'll jointly what fit it together now four and sixteen how talk to me how I fit with joy. Four and sixteen. From whom the whole body, fitly joined together, and compacted by that which every joint supplies. That every joint supplies. What I'm in something that I have to be a source to. Oh wait a minute. I'm in a body that now needs me, and I need it. Wait a minute. Y'all telling me that we all jointly fit together. Oh. Oh. You, you telling me love has 
a multitude of sin. You're telling me how do I have paths from death to life? Well, I have love for the brother. You're telling me if I see my brother and sister in a fault that I have to what? Restore. This, this. So I'm in a place where the Spirit of God has put me that I'm needed. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, wait, so, so now, let's, let's, let's recap. I'm called to be a son. I know what a son's supposed to do. Save the lost. Okay. I'm an ordained from my mother's womb to be a son. And God has put me in this body. And not only has he put me in this body, he has jointly fitted this body what, together that we feed our one another. But wait a minute. See, we, we jointly feed off one another. We are the children of God. We, we are in this body together and and I found out something now I've been called to this body. This body has been called to me. I found out that I'm part of this entity that God has created to move in his image and his likeness. So how can the enemy tell me I don't belong? Well see he still can Prophet, because you have not told me my name. You, you, you got me at the door, but you have not told me my name. See, I need you to rise for your name. I need you to stand. Stand, I need you to stand for your name. Ephesians and I came to tell you that you fit in some you fit in some since the apostle is here you're the sum that comes after him I'm fit to identify you. Ephesians 4 and 11. And he gave some uh -huh. and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. For what? For the perfecting of the saints. For what? For the work of ministry. Who are you? I'm some. Come on, <laughs> See, I'm some prophet, I'm some evangelist, I'm some pastor, I'm some teacher for the working of what? For the perfecting of the saint, for the working of ministry, for the edifying of the body of... You cannot take my identity. Thank you so much. 
Let's recap. He said, I'm a son. Then he told me what sons were called for. Then he said, I was what? A chosen, ordained from my mother's womb. Then he told me where he put me. Then he told me he put me into a group of people that I jointly what fit with. So I need not to feel like I don't what fit no more. Then he put me in a place in the body where my new spiritual father is going to identify who I am. Boy, if y'all could have caught that, huh? Y'all could have caught that. So what am I in denial of? Who can deny this? My gift will make. I jointly fit in the what? Body of Christ. And see, what I did not realize was the reason I could not fit there because I was meant to fit here. And see, God, if you think back for a minute, just think for a minute. What did God isolate you from that your friends fell into? What did God save you from that he did not save them from? What trap they fell into that you did not fall? Because you were meant for this body. For this purpose. So I came just for a few minutes to let you know. To tell you, don't cry about being isolated. To tell you, don't cry about being separated. To tell you not to cry about being peculiar. To tell you not to cry about being particular. To tell you not to cry because they told you you didn't fit in with the rest of us. You're not like the rest of us. You don't walk like the rest of us. You don't talk like the rest of us. You don't act like the rest of us. I came to tell you with choice because God had a different body that was ordained for you. I came to tell you, stop crying. You are his chosen people. And because you were chosen, sometimes he had to isolate you. So the people that you were around, when it came time for him to get your attention, you wouldn't be so locked to them 
that you couldn't shake yourself loose to answer the call of God. Because see, I have to let you know, I came to tell you this one, they were not going to accept that God called you. to accept that God wanted to use you. So God had to uh, isolate you in the midst of them. So when you start going to a holiness church, oh, she just screamed anyway. When you start speaking in tongues, she was just strange anyway. When you told him you had to fast and pray, you always been different from the rest of us. Then when you told him God called you to preach, well, you always wanted to be better than the rest of the family. But here, God lays out your life for his purpose and his will for you. I heard him sing a song to me this morning. It says, hush little baby, don't cry no more. Your father is home to identify who you are. So hush little baby, don't cry no more. Dad is here. He's answered your cry. I came to wipe your eyes and start you on your destiny. I came to wipe your eyes and start you on your purpose. I came to wipe your eyes and start you on your new beginning. So hush, little baby. Don't cry no more. The tears of sorrow, my child, will become the tears of joy because I come to lay out your destiny and your purpose and my will for your life. So, standing at the gate in a vision, when Peter them tells the man when he asks for money, and he tells him such as I have, I give unto you. Baby, little baby, such as I have, I give unto you. I give you this body. I trust you with this body. I trust you with these souls. I trust you, baby, with these ministries. I trust you with this calling. I trust you with this purpose. I trust you to help build, help save, help enlarge, and help educate. I trust you. I trust you to help save the lost. Cry no more. I came to identify who you are and who you belongs to. Who see are you? Tears of sorrow, my baby, has to become tears of joy. Because you're chosen, handpicked by me. And I want you to know this morning, you are my child. 
and I came as your father and the value of the book to confirm who you are whom you are and to conform your destiny and your purpose that you might know that I'm your God and you are my child let's begin to worship our Jesus I'm your father I have always been your father but I had to wait for the appointed time to bring you home so I'm bringing you home and I'm telling you to go get your brothers and sisters and bring them home that's your family you're jointly fitted together now knowing your destiny and your purpose you were never lost I was coming to get you I had to operate in the shadows till you was ready for me because I could not show up until the appointed time but I came to tell you my child it's my time it's my time for you to know who I am so you can know who you belongs to Hallelujah. you need not look for nothing for you are my child and I love you and I have ordained you for such a time is this you ought to come on give your Jesus alone I no longer walk by myself there's somebody waiting to put their arms around me and let me know that it's going to be alright will you sing a song it'll be all over in the morning see we don't sing stuff like that no more 
God, my God, identifies you as his children. Huh? Come on, give your daddy a clap, pray. Now, nah, see, hold it. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. I ain't talking about your natural daddy. I'm talking about somebody finna be provision for you the rest of your life. Somebody's gonna take care of you. Oh, from now on. Give me your Savior praise. Look at somebody and point at him and say, he ain't going to never leave you. Uh, You got to find somebody believe what you believe. He ain't going to never leave you. My favorite song on the entire earth, and it's always has been Butterfly Kisses, especially when my daughter's going through something. When she's broken and hurt, I remind her how much she means to her father. I remind her who she belongs to, who will always take care of her, and who will always be there for her. Daddy's little girl. And everybody knows in my house, don't mess with daddy's. Cause there's something inside of him that rises up when you mess with his daughter. Oh, see, y'all should have caught that right there. But if y'all would have caught that, you would have been, you would have jumped up and said, "No weapon formed against me will shall prosper." Because if something comes after me, something gonna rise up in my form. And he'll come to my rescue. Oh, Oh. Oh, God. You love him? Yes. Go high five somebody and say, don't worry about it. You're not alone anymore. Don't worry about it. You're not alone anymore. You're not alone anymore. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I can't get you. I got to get you when I come back. 
Oh, y'all ain't got no praise. Y'all ain't got no praise. Y'all ain't got no praise. Come on, give God a clap praise. Let them know they're not alone anymore. Let them know they're not by themselves anymore. Let them know you are with them. Let them know we're one body jointly fitted together. Come on, give God a clap praise. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. You can catch us live every Sunday at 1130 a.m. on Facebook Live at True Wisdom or in person at 1477 Capital Circle Northwest. We want you to come and watch God give the increase in your life. True Wisdom. New Home Ministry.